0: This was a great vision of Adam Smith in his Wealth of Nations, that individuals each separately pursuing their own self-interest could promote the social interest because you could get exchange between people on the basis of mutual benefit. Now, I want to emphasize to you here for this purpose that this notion extends far beyond economic matters narrowly conceived. That's really the main point I want to get across here. And I want to give you some very different kinds of examples. Consider the development of language. The English language. There was never any central government that dictated the English language, that set up some rules for it. There was no planning board that determined what words should be. That's a good analogy. The English language. What if there were laws regulating the English language? What's up? It's Melissa time. It's been not Melissa time for over a year, but we're back to Melissa time. We're back, baby. Oh, shit. My room's falling apart. Oh, shit. Oh, it's because my hair is attached to the light. Oh, uh, yeah. You got curly hair? Because that's a problem when you don't comb your curly fucking hair and it gets tangled in light fixtures and cookware I used to get jealous of the little mermaid when she'd comb her hair with a fork if i tried to comb my hair with a fork i would lose the fork in my hair and might not even ever see it again it's not that bad some people have uh more challenges with their hair if it's curly, because they have curlier hair. That isn't me, I'm just middle of the road annoying curly hair experienced lady. That is Milton Friedman, I was listening to Milton Friedman. I don't know, dude. You know, I hate to admit it, but maybe there's something about capitalism that people should uh, get back into be more excited about you know i've been reading adam smith and that guy's so excited about capitalism he's so excited about it nobody's excited about capitalism anymore even people that defend capitalism are so wrapped up in defending it that that's the only feeling they have about capitalism is defensiveness And then the people that hate capitalism, they just just hate capitalism. And Adam Smith was stoked about capitalism. He had witnessed this change of the guard. Changing of the guard, I think the term is. And feudalism was on its way out. And this brand... New system was organically coming into being, and everybody was becoming more productive. People were making shit, everybody was just walking around like the seven dwarves in the Disney movie of Sleeping Beauty. No, that's Cinderella. Okay wrong chick and they just whistling <laughs> yeah, everybody has like tools and everyone's just getting to work going into the mountain and just knocking away we're so happy we are so productive we are happy we are doors we all share a house with a lady that is really hot and thank you very much you know it's so like they're just working hard for their little cottage they're just uh the seven dwarves, just seven roommates living in a cottage. Why? I don't know. The, the real estate is the real estate value gone up, uh, like New York City. Are they all just actors and comedians and musicians living together for the time being until they figure it out and build their career, or more likely not? And get girlfriends and move into the suburbs and squeeze out some kids and work in engineering. I don't know. They're just a bunch of uh, web developers <clears throat> going to work in the mountain. Man, I really shouldn't drink Perrier seltzer carbonated drinks when I do this and I just start burping. Uh, He's so excited about capitalism, Adam Smith. Made me excited about capitalism because all of a sudden I started realizing that the thing about capitalism was that you're moving away from feudalism, which is basically strongman economics, right? Swinging dick economics. Who has the biggest swinging dick? You, sir? Well, then you, I hereby... Proclaim you to be the king of the land. For you have the largest swinging dick in all the land. And he put a crown on his head and he, you know, swings his dick into the castle and collects taxes from poor serfs for the rest of his life. And people just had to put up with it. And not only him, but then he'd have a bunch of droogs and yes men in his court. And they were also slightly smaller swinging dicks. They go around, they don't property and serfs and stuff and uh, kill you, I guess, if you didn't go to their church, the little serf church that they would erect in the middle of the property of the feudal lord. If you couldn't bang your wife on your wedding day and then you had to grow potatoes and give them like 80% of your potatoes, And then he goes and collects your potatoes for the year or for the season. And then he winks at your wife as he takes the sack you handed over to him. For a second, you just imagine that sack to be your ball sack. Because that's what you're really giving to him is your neutered life. And you can't do anything about it because you don't have enough money for a horse. So you're just the potato grower. You're the baker. Not every guy is a knight and so but this is knight run economy this is this is basically an can econ- the feudalism is just an economic model where the economy is run by s- threat the u- the threat of force it's just the economy is run by a bunch of jocks basically and the whole country is high school and everyone else is the nerds and you get these jocks i don't Sometimes if you get online too much, it it can get to you where you feel compulsively inclined to do all the shit, go on the feed and do all that stuff. And that feels like when I used to smoke cigarettes, which is why I didn't like it. Because that means that my brain is treating it like a vice. I'm saving that part of my brain for heroin one day. So I am not interested. How lame is that? That's the thing that I—that's my vice: newsfeed scrolling, being envious of a girl's uh, boobs on Instagram. That's that's my vice. That's what I spend my life fighting in my soul. I'd rather it be heroin. I'd rather it be heroin. I'd rather it be something crazy, like, like the like my vice is. You know, my vice is robbing liquor stores across the country. That's my vice. I'd rather it be that. That's fun. I'm on a road trip forever. Uh, maybe I make some friends. Maybe I drive off a cliff romantically, heroically. I drive into the Grand Canyon like uh, that movie. What's that movie with, uh, uh, what's her name? God damn it. Uh, I don't even remember. I don't care. Whatever. It's the redhead and the other one who was in Beetlejuice and I'm just completely drawing a blank. And I, it's just such a Thelma and Louise. There you go. Right. And, and look how much fun those ladies had. Look how much fun. And that's because they didn't have Facebook. If, if it had been today, that movie would have been so boring. They would have gone to that bar, uh, and she never would have noticed the guy that tried to assault her in the parking lot. She would have been on her phone, too busy on her phone. He wouldn't. He might not even have seen her. He would have been on Instagram, just looking at underage girls or something. And and everybody would just pass each other by. Then they'd all go home to their sad lives, and nothing would shake it up. No liquor store robberies. You know, if I'm going to engage in vice and bad behavior, I'd rather it be something a little more active where I can get out and get some fresh air, kill somebody, do heroin, not kill somebody on purpose, maybe by accident. I don't know. I wouldn't, I don't think I'd want to do it on purpose. I don't think I'd want to kill somebody. I hope that never happens. I don't want to be in that situation. The fuck do you do when you kill somebody? (sighs) Your your only options are turn yourself in or try to hide it and run. That's it. Would I turn myself in or try to hide it and run? Damn, I don't know, that's a really good question. It would depend on a lot of factors. But you know what? My gut, if I'm saying what my first inclination was, hide it, run away. To do that, you have to know how to hide a body like nobody's business. You gotta learn how to hide a body and disappear. And that's not easy. Can't do that nowadays, not with all the surveillance. The only way to do it is to go into the wilderness like that Gabby Petito guy. And look what happened to him. You can't be good at that because we suck at that. That's why we build cities and live in them. Because we're not bears. And we're not good at that. He tried. He he hid her somewhere. did not seem like he, he did a good job. I don't remember, but I think he just dumped her in a clearing or something. And then he just walked into the woods. But then he just fucking died. But then again, I don't know. He, he meant to kill her. I'm saying like if I killed somebody by accident. Like I, you know, like I left, uh, I left a shoe by a cliff that somebody tripped over and then they fell off the cliff, uh, by mistake because they're klutzy and I'm forgetful. Well, maybe I could just turn myself in. I get Wouldn't forensics kind of show that they tripped over a shoe. There's a way to show that, right? They, the, it's like the person was clearly pinwheeling comedically, Pinwheeling comically like it was a Looney Tunes cartoon before he tumbled over the cliff. All right. The individual ran past the cliff into thin air, just like Wile E. Coyote. We can see that here with the footprints in the sky. What am I even talking about? I think I would try to run, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't. Who knows what you're going to do in that scenario. I, it would. It would depend if maybe if I, if I was like okay I'm screwed there's no way that i'm not getting the death penalty or something or life i would i would make a break for it just so i can enjoy some freedom before the before it happened I'd probably do that if if i could convince them that it wasn't on purpose right if it was obvious or i had a witness or' well not a witness if it was a witness i got to turn myself in but if if something happened you know where I could convince them that I didn't do it on purpose. Then again, don't, wouldn't you still get some kind of involuntary manslaughter rap? Okay, if it looked like a mistake, I would still leave, but I would pretend that I didn't know they were dead. I was like, oh, I just thought he went to sleep and I went, decided to go to Mexico, just, you know, that's what I do. I go to Mexico sometimes to get the churros. They're amazing there. And yeah, what's up? What's up, FBI, FBI? Man, I started talking about heroin I ended up talking about murdering someone, potentially. And somehow I think what I, my point is is that that's better than Facebook. There you go, you know where where I stand morally. That's where I stand, and I'm sticking with that. Facebook, I didn't even have it for over a year. I just shut it off. I turned it on now just because I need it for, like, I need to message a few people, but if I didn't have to, I would just not have it. It's just so much work to, I don't have anybody's phone number, I gotta call people, and it's just easier to do that. I would rather do heroin. I would rather eat Marmite. I would rather inject Marmite into my forearm. Would that even be good? Marmite's just like vegetable vomit, right? Marmite. What is it? Or like Vegemite. Oh, there's two different kinds. I think I tried Vegemite. Uh, I guess they're essentially the same thing. Yeah. A dark brown yeasty spread. It's just like eating salted tar. That's what it's like, which I, I find delicious. I find I like Marmite and Vegemite. I I like things that taste like mud with salt and pepper on it. I just do. I like really dark coffee. I like Marmite, Vegemite. I like all that crap. But I'm not delusional enough to think that it taste. you know, try- I'm not going to try to tell you that it tastes good. You have to be into that kind of uh, palette to be into that. I think there's two palettes, two 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 palettes, and maybe there's a mix of for people in, in between. Obviously, nothing is... Ever just a hundred percent uh when it comes to people's tastes. But uh from cooking and baking and kind of seeing what's out there, there they're just there's people that like the dark, the dark stuff, and there's people that like the light stuff. That's based those are the two main differences. And people that like light stuff they like really sweet sugary they like white sugar right like I like super dark dark brown sugar they like there's people that like cooking and putting honey in savory dishes like they'll they'll put the seasoning on I don't know I don't I saw somebody doing this in a video the other day actually they were putting uh they were cooking uh what what, was it egg no it wasn't it was some kind of meat it might have been a red meat and it was all chopped up and they put like red pepper flakes, salt, pepper, fine. Right. But then they put like a spoonful of honey and then it was like acting like that's fine. That's, I, I used, I dated a guy that did that and, and I could, I never got over it. I was like, why are you putting honey in spaghetti? What's wrong with you? He's like elf that from that movie elf. He's like, um, you know the guy who puts like marshmallows and spaghetti and maple syrup and just eats it like that. This, that's like what it reminds me of. It's like, what are you a child? But there's people that just that's how they have to eat things. They have to put honey. They like white sugar treats, you know, and they like you know Pinot Blanc, Sauvignon Blanc. They like white wines and sugars and honey in their in their savory dishes. And um, and I can't I, I can't understand that at all that's just so weird to me it's too sweet it's too and also it's too blank it's too too much of a one note uh taste it's it's like you don't have any there's no nuance to what you're eating that's why i like things that are dark tasting like pinot noir you know like extra dark syrups really dark sugars burnt things you know like like toasting things to where it's a little burnt here and there. you know like when you put a tortilla in a pan and then you sear it so that it has like the those little burn bits, you know it's 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 nuanced to your food. I feel like I feel like people who have that light palate have very I, I feel like I don't I wouldn't even trust the their the thought process that they put into political issues, you know. I feel like their even their brain works in that like one note childlike way. I wouldn't even like I wouldn't trust their opinion on Roe v. Wade, right? But somebody who who had like you know, marmite, vegemite in their shelves and it's all like fucking extra dark amber maple syrup and uh dark roast coffee, right? And they like fucking they only drink like muddy Merlot and fucking spiced rum and uh and they like burning everything a little bit charred you know adding a char to things things like that like that's a person that I would I would listen to their opinion about uh you know I would listen to their thoughts on progressive taxation or whatever the hell right I'm talking about taxes a lot did I forget to do my taxes i don't know i don't even know i haven't done my taxes in years i knew a guy that never did his taxes out of a sense of moral obligation to himself he didn't he didn't believe in doing taxes which is is a really convenient stance to take with stuff that you tend to forget to do i think i might start doing that yeah, I, you know what? I don't believe in doing taxes, actually. Just tell that to the IRS. Like, look, I'm actually, I don't believe in doing taxes and they're just, they, they just arrest me. They liquidate all my assets. I'm like, look, I don't believe in taxation. I don't believe in the tax system. And they're just like carrying out my sofa. And they're like, uh-huh, yeah, whatever. How much is this worth? Yeah, that's just a bias that I have, though, about food, I guess. But putting honey in your tomato sauce, I mean, I don't know. I guess people put sugar in it. No, he wouldn't even put it in the tomato sauce. he put it in the noodles, stir it up in the noodles. It was weird. And he liked putting it in, in just all kinds, like rice, put it in his beans. It's like, what are you doing? What are you, five? You can't eat, you don't like what things taste like? You have, you have to like put enhancements in them. What do you eat like white rice with chicken nuggets for lunch? Is that your remember that when you were eight and there was always that cousin that couldn't eat anything but white rice and, fri- and a fried egg or chicken nuggets? Yeah, that was me a little bit. I was weird though. I would do that, but then I would also eat like codfish stew. You know, the Dominican kind. It's called bacalao. Yeah, that was delicious. But at the same time, I don't know, bones freaked me out. You can't eat bones when you're a kid because you don't even understand death yet. So whatever you don't understand terrifies you. So to encounter like bone marrow and gristle in your chicken and veins it's 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 like it's too on the nose right it's it's reminding you too much of uh death it's too it's it's like your brain isn't telling you it's death uh consciously but subconsciously it's death and it just freaks you out it freaked me out to eat um chicken and then encounter and just chew on gristle and i think that was what it was it's that i wasn't i couldn't reconcile myself with with the murder with the murder that had to happen to get that chicken in my mouth that delicious murdered chicken murder chicken murder chicken that sounds like a horror movie where a chicken is a serial killer murder chicken he's like what's happening in the chicken coop tonight right farmer dale isn't getting eggs Eggs are getting Farmer Dale with murder chicken. Did that sentence make sense? Nope. All right. But I don't know. I just uh, couldn't. I had to grow into accepting death to eat meat with abandon. With the proper level of abandon. Because first you have to reckon Because you know what it is? You gotta, you gotta reconcile the fact that not only are you eating murder, but you like it a lot. And somehow it makes sense and it feels like a birthright. And also you have to come to the realization that you are the murderer. Like you're the species that is the murderer. But not only that, but you live in a murder planet. You live on murder planet everybody's murdering everybody everybody just everything is just eating everything else here constantly and you're you just so happen to benefit from being one of the best murderers on the planet human uh, uh homo erectus hominus erectus. erectus and that's it it's the same thing with bugs i wouldn't be able to touch dead bugs it would freak me out recently I realized it's because I didn't feel right throwing out something that I knew was alive and had died and so now I this is gonna sound so nerdy but now what I do is I pick it up with respect I don't know how to explain it otherwise but like I see a bug on the you know I see a dead fly I never I would never want to touch it you know like get the tissue I wouldn't touch it with my bare hands obviously but Get a tissue and then you know wrap it around and throw it in the toilet. I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. It freaked me out. But I. But I think it was that death thing, dude. So what I. What I do now is you know like. I I give it a I get him I give a moment of silence to the little fly I hold I'm holding in the tissue, but I hold it in the tissue gently, with respect. Like this thing was alive and he had a little family and i guess i don't know what the flies do right but he and he sometimes would fall asleep in a potted plant and uh he was always really excited when the refrigerator would open and butter would come out right he'd just lose his mind and he probably thought that we were bringing it out for him because that's how fly that the attitude of a fly when you bring out food they act like They act like the food was meant for them. They just come right to it. Like, thank you, you shouldn't have. That's how flies are. You can get like wave them away, like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? But that's what I do. I hold a fly. I think about that, right? And then I gently put it in the toilet. I flush it down the toilet. A moment of silence. I stand there. I think about that. And then I walk away. And I'm better at it now. It sounds so dumb i guess but that's that really is what i do and it makes me feel better about throwing out bugs and i uh, never did before and i think i think that was it i needed to it needed to be more ceremonial that's probably why funerals even started to begin with because there's just something there's something so awful about something being dead and then now what you just throw it in a pile keep it moving that doesn't, it doesn't feel right. You know, it's like, we're already on murder planet, right? Let's like, try to do, to make it meaningful. Whatever. Murder planet. It's coming to get you. It's a murder planet. That's why aliens haven't landed. From their perspective, their bird's eye view, they're just looking down at us, just consuming each other. and They're just like, yikes, don't get in there. You're just going to end up in the food chain. the food chain. Don't go there. You're just going to end up in the food chain, even though they'd probably be the apex predator in that scenario. But maybe not because, you know, human beings, you know, we're, we're like the quote unquote apex predator, but. You know that Gabby Petito guy walked into the woods, and he probably thought that he was like, "I'm the apex predator, right? I just killed a bitch. I'm an apex predator, right? I'm a fucking, I'm gonna walk in here, with my swinging dick, and just fucking, I'll make it work, right?" I've I watched a uh, primitive human YouTube channel. I know how to build a house out of clay, in a in a backyard. Except it's the woods, and the woods isn't a backyard, and there's a lot of shit there that can eat you, or just exposure. I think people people really underestimate the effect of exposure on on the human body when I mean, you just die within a night you can't just sit out there so yeah even an alien probably just finds itself on murder planet it doesn't have its infrastructure from its society it would just be at the mercy of of us of us just scrolling facebook and looking out for communists and white supremacists. And we just see an alien, right? Not a good time to be an alien on earth. So yeah, this all is brought to you by the rantings of a mad woman. Anyway, I'll let you go. I'm gonna keep watching Milton Friedman. And by this time next week, I'll be a full blown capitalist, I'll have a top hat i'll get adopted by the rockefellers there's thunder outside doesn't that sound cool the thunder here in texas is insane it sounds like jumanji monsoon weather it doesn't sound like regular weather everything in the northeast is tame and a lot like just a garden it's nice but here everything's just wild there's like red wasps and scorpions everywhere I don't know, man, it's going to take some getting used to, but I don't even want to live here. I don't want to live anywhere and I don't want to do van life either. Cause that's dumb. I do want to be mobile somehow. I don't know. Let's figure it out together. Huh? Let's figure out how to be a jet set on this murder planet. Get some steak in China and then by next week have some spaghetti in Japan. All right. I'm gonna go, yeah, I'm out of here. That's it. That's Melissa time. Thanks for checking in. And I hope you're doing good. And I will speak to you next time. I'll see you later. Goodbye. Melissa time is over. Back to your regularly scheduled program.